what is up everybody hey <laughs> i'm mel mitchell um oh sorry using stage name i'm mel and welcome to the final bouch bombentary of season three um i don't even know how i forgot how to introduce this i'm sorry y'all i'm tired but <laughs> i'm your other co-host Rodney yeah, Boyd uh, <laughs> the things obviously this is presented by on my grown the podcast yes don't forget to live tweet um, y'all hashtag badge bombentary is the last one y'all ain't live tweeted for real all season so let's let's do this right let's end it off right I don't know if y'all got a warning at work about being on your phone night hold us down or y'all be driving and y'all live in Georgia and now that um, the law says you can't be on your phone down there, y'all being cautious. That is true. I be trying to. I know when and when not to be on my phone. I'll say that. <laughs> the law says don't be I on mean, your phone. The cab don't care. But if I'm in cab, I'm like, all right. Oh, fine. okay. So let me let me ask you, what was your opinion on this finale? It could have been a regular episode. Like, I don't. It didn't seem finale-ish. Like, it didn't seem like... Okay, so let, let me, let's me let start. Let's go back. So, how do you feel about the season as a whole? Let's say that. Um, I don't know, because this episode kind of changed how I felt. At first, I was, I was okay. I, like, at first, I was just like, okay, I like they're dealing with heavier themes. It's not as, you know, they're not going after as many jokes. It's not as outrageous or like wild or like twisty turny, but I think they're dealing with some real stuff that we as young adults and, you know, young black millennials uh, can relate to and and identify with. Um, But after this episode, I just feel like, I feel like they didn't give us, like they didn't care to give us. I feel the same way. Like I was very underwhelmed as a season. Like, of course, it had its great insecure moments. You know, the Coachella episode was epic, but it's like it was. It's like when your yeah. mama makes something, it's not how she usually make it. It's like you made the fried chicken, mama's good, but did you forget the paprika? Was there no like did you get the lards this time? You trying to cut back? Something's like what? Missing. What's missing? I don't know what was missing. She right, right, right. Like you trying to do <laughs> gluten free? Like what are we doing? Um. Yeah, and it was it was way more triggering, and it, and it caused a lot more. It wasn't as many debates. It was it was kind of you know what I'm saying like it was more clear. Like okay, this is what it was. Okay, Lawrence is bad. Boom. It wasn't as many like debatable things. Like last season we had right. It wasn't many gray areas. Yeah, this season was more black and white. Like this is what it was. This is okay. This is this. We're talking about this. Okay, Molly's wrong as usual, but it wasn't like. It wasn't a thing like, is Molly wrong? But it's like, yeah, Molly's wrong. Next. Or Molly's right. Next. It just, right. I don't know. I think the missing pink piece was Tasha. That's what the season was missing. I think Tasha, <laughs> Tasha, the only person that's been Tasha? missing this season who wasn't last season. And I think we needed that. We needed, we needed the, the sewing. We needed the side part. That's the energy that we, um, <laughs> we, we need some back we shots. Need, uh... We missed the titties. Our cousin, our cousin that didn't go to yeah, college. Yeah, like I don't know what was missing from the season. I think my favorite season is still season two. I think season two just had 
the fun. And then I feel like they said F it with Kevin with the show within the show. They didn't even care to finish it off. Oh yeah, my my um my mom was saying that. No, 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 no. My girl, she was saying like they you know, like last season they gave us the whole thing put together and this they were just it, it, they didn't mention it. Yeah, like they was like, Okay, yeah, like Kevin, y'all, look who's back from your ninety shows and it was just like after episode what, three, four? It was like, all right. Right. Oh shit, we gotta we gotta develop the oh, plot. Like I feel like there was they, they put before the show, then the show was just something cute they did. And now that people really started noticing with Do North, it was like, okay, let's do it. Let's make, make cameo. Let's do this. But they dropped the ball. I think they put too much emphasis on it and it kind of didn't work. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. And the season was just, it had its ups and downs. But I feel like, I feel like nothing happened either. <laughs> there was no cliffhanger. There was no like, what's going to happen? I don't feel like, of course, I'm excited for the well, next season, but I'm not like, oh, what's going Like, last time it was like, oh, she had Daniel Dora. What's going on? Work with her and Daniel. The season before right, that, right, oh, right. she on the couch. She crying. Like, what's going to happen with the rest of their relationship? This time it's like, oh, she has her, you know, shit together. But Molly has taken, in my opinion, like, three steps back. Uh, <laughs> I feel like she hasn't gotten anywhere. So, yeah. Um. So... You know, just I watched the wind down at the end, and us and, and and Issa said something like, "You know, this, you know, I don't not to compare them." She said, "Not to compare ourselves to the wire, but I feel like this was a seed season. You know, this was a season where we planted a lot of seeds for things to develop in the future." And uh, Prentice tweeted, "You know, basically what what we have to look for in se- four two in season four. And I was like, okay. And, and like after I saw this, I was like, yeah, that's real. Like those are things that I'm, I am interested to see how they play out. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was, it was like the way y'all presented it. It was not nearly as, um, you know, it's like you, you had to tweet us this. You all, I don't feel you did a good job of making us feel or question like these things and look forward to them for season four. <laughs> You know, so like he said, season four, does Issa give Nathan a chance? Um, why did he ghost? Can Molly be in a healthy relationship? What's up with Lawrence and uh, what's her name? Con- Condola. 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 Yeah. yeah, Condola. How will Issa feel about, you know, her mentor dating Lawrence? Will Issa and Molly have issues with each other since Nathan and Andrew are roommates? Mm-hmm. You know, you know, these are things that they're that they're going to explore and play out in season four. You know, my final critique. I felt like the Dro storyline never got a proper wrapping. I mean, or maybe I'm just. I think. <clears throat> oh my god! I don't know what's going on here today, but I think it did. I think, think the so? the stankness at the baby shower partnered with the fact that his wife is now pregnant is that's all the answer we did. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I don't know what else they want us to say. Like. What sure. more, okay. you know? Like, well, I would. Um, I think that's still something they could even like the whole draw, draw and Candace thing. I feel like that's still something they can explore next season. Like, uh, is Molly coming to the baby shower? Right. I hope not. Well, you know, I guess so. the wife knows, but that's still kind of weird. Like. 
Yeah, I doubt she would go. But there's going to be some. Why is they going to have Derek and Tiffany host some event that um, Molly will have to be at? Both babies. Yikes. Yeah, and you know you'll see. Um, you'll she'll she'll be Candace be hella pregnant. Oh, that's gonna be so awkward, man. So yeah, let's um let's. But one thing I will say, um, this season that as I go back and look at it, um. I don't know. You remember, like, before the season started, they talked, you know, he used to say, we're going to start dealing with toxic masculinity. I don't even think she said that. She and, misquoted uh, a lot in her pe- things about this upcoming season, and people ran with it. Because she said she didn't even say it like that, like that. Yeah. Oh, for real? Hmm. Well, I was going to say, I looked back, and I felt like, uh, and initially, you know, uh, men were, like, triggered, like, how how's she going to write about our masculinity? She ain't I mean, us, girl, you know, that, 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 that. Y'all don't talk to masculinity. And, y'all wouldn't. But go ahead. But um, I think the concern there was that, you know, she was going to do it in a stereotypical, like, look, you know, like, you know, knowing what Insecure was season one and two, it was going to be a very much presented, like, uh, it was going to be a gray area, like, this is toxic. And men are going to be like, well, nah, look at this. But I felt like they did it very gently and very like with with taste. Like to me, a part of toxic masculinity is uh, the reason Nathan ghosted. Wait, you said toxic, and, toxic you know, we'll, masculinity. We'll dive into to that a little more. Um, I think I think to a degree, at least in my eyes, and and I'll explain once we get there. You know, or Daniel with his pride, bro. With his um, pride. Or you know, mm-hmm. Daniel with the is it drug Um, but you know, Daniel's pride was a huge. You know, it was a it was a, it was a point, it was a talking point. Um, what else? Um, damn, you made me forget. All right, but anyway, I felt like they touched on toxic masculinity, um, and things that in a way that it's like these are things that men do that don't only hurt those around them but hurt them too in a way you know so i I thought that was a good way to deal with it okay let's get into it let's i feel like nothing really happened so but we're gonna talk about it anyway compared to how last like last time Um, i was put together it's just like really what did you think of regina king um, directing Directing. wise, I think she did a good job. I mean, they're always well directed. That's not, that's never a concern for me. It's just like, yeah, you've never seen a a poorly edited cut, or you know, like, (laughs) how come Molly had this hairstyle, you know, (laughs) at one angle, but this one and another, you know. So, uh, we'll get started. So before Issa's birthday, so essentially, it's been one year from. The yeah, first, the episode very first episode to this. Her hair has grown tremendously. Let's talk about that in the hang time, because <laughs> um, you're right. So yeah, it's her birthday, her thirtieth birthday. Um, uh, he's going uh, around. I'm sorry. So first, the so first episode opens up. She's going to restaurants asking for them to donate uh, food for the block party. Um, and then she also like asks, you know, like some. I guess some local music talent, like if he will be willing to perform, and he asked if any bitches was gonna be there, um, and she keeps getting rejected by everyone. Um, so much so that after you know, so one we 
in the next scene, her and Molly are out to at a restaurant. And, you know, Issa tells her that, hey, she's going to put the block party thing on hold. Um, you know, Nathan had her believing she could do it next week. But, you know, it's been a hot, it's been a lot harder than she anticipated. Um, Molly says, you know, oh, girl, good. You know, like, and kind of rejoices and relieved that she doesn't have to encourage or help Issa with this, which I, I thought was kind of like, right, stop being a shitty friend. Um, Molly complains that Torian is, is at work acting all salty at her. And Issa recommends, you know, that they, that she breaks bread with him because, you know, it was a little shady of what she did. And Molly's like, you know, when a man does it, it's just business. But when a woman does it, you know, she's being shady, you know, spiteful, yada, da da da. Um, did you feel anything about that? Mm, I didn't agree. I just feel like she's making her own mess at, at the job. Like, period. I don't think it has to do with, you know, sex or anything. Like, you alienated multiple groups of your coworkers with your foolishness, trying to be perfect. Right. Ready. So I don't feel bad for her with her job situation, like at all. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, next ne- next scene, uh, Lawrence meets with his dad. I guess um, you know his dad has some free time on a business trip. Um, so we finally we you had brought up how like we had never met either one or seen like, their parents. Yeah. So how did you feel seeing his dad? Um, seeing his dad, it was good seeing a familiar face too. Um, that was good. And they also told me he has a chocolate mama. So that's refreshing. Mm-hmm. Light skin man, chocolate uh, woman. That's how you make America great again. No, I'm playing. <laughs> joke. Big joke. <laughs> Which woman, if, if you would guess who his mother is, who do you think? Shirley Ralph. Okay. Can you see it? Um. That was the first person I Man, came. it's so hard but for me not to see But then she's also paying homage to... See to her. To like LA legends in show business as well, and she was the mama of Moesha, so why wouldn't it be Shirley Ralph? You know. Okay, I can see that. I don't know. It's so hard for me not to see her as D. To imagine, because I would assume Lawrence would have a very nurturing mom. Well, she wasn't very nurturing on what you call it, because that wasn't her mammy. Right. And Lawrence does seem um, spoiled. Yeah, his mom loves him. I mean, your mama could love you without you um, like coddled and spoiled. Nah, but she like she really loves him. <laughs> um, <laughs> right, right, right. I would say I I was gonna guess uh Vanessa Bell Calloway. Okay. I'm not mad at that. Yeah. Damn near the same so, thing. Maybe we <laughs> old AK auntie versus old Delta. Maybe we just get some Right, right, right. <laughs> Arguing about who did the most right. for Big Mom. I I kept this house up uh, after she died. Okay, please. I do this every Christmas. Please. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so him and his dad were talking, which is good. And he kind of has like that Molly spirit. You know, he was idolizing his parents' relationship and saying, you know, a woman with baggage and blah, blah, blah. And his dad was like, you know, me and your mama had matching luggage. We made it work. That was some real shit. Right. Because it's just like, I think we all put our parents' marriages on a pedestal. And that's why I encourage everyone, mm-hmm. like, to talk to your parents about the, like, I'm sure they'll, the older that we are now, they'll probably give us more real tea about how their marriage was. You know, we saw mom and dad, it's just like, oh, growing up. But. Yeah. 
you just see the wedding pictures and the videos and the pictures from when they were dating. You're like, mm, my parents loved each other. My dad was never trifling. Oh, I always made it work for y'all and all of that. But y'all didn't see, like, you know, what was really going on. So I think I encourage everyone to talk to their parents yeah, about their marriage. I, um, if, you, if you listen to the second episode of this podcast, it's, that's me talking to my parents about marriage. And it was the first time they've ever told me my dad had called off the engagement. And it was like, wow. Wow. Y'all went through some shit. You don't think about those things, right? Like, And then even with the episode of my mom, that was my first time really talking to her about, you know, her and my dad's story or what yeah. have you. And I was like, dang, all <laughs> of that, you know? I mean, I knew she, like, curved him. I knew, like, my mom. My mom was engaged before she met my dad. And then... I think her ex like cheated on her and then she left him and then met my dad or whatever and happily ever after and all that foolishness. But it's real, like just to hear your parents' story because, you know, our parents dealt with the same kind of issues yeah. we did. Like, none of this stuff is new. None of these issues are new because it wasn't Instagram back then, but I'm sure they had some kind of pictograms, uh, picture shows or whatever they had back then. But it was like men and women have been women, men and women for ages. So it's good to talk to your parents. Um, so that was nice to see, get a little more, you know, back background. I think another reason they haven't gotten so deep into their background because it makes it easier to create stories. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They can kind of, it gives them more freedom. Because if you say, okay, each parents should hope witness. Now, if you have a Halloween episode, it don't make sense. Or something, you know, something crazy like that. But I guess it just makes it easier for the writing. I don't know. They only got 30 minutes, so I guess anybody right. got time for that. Whatever well, the case may be. They wasted all, you know, this season not developing people. You might as well introduce some new characters. <laughs> right. Let's get, let's get some depth. Let's get a mama, maybe her daddy in a wheelchair. Maybe, you know, like, let's he, fix something her out. Her dad smokes weed. She adopted. I think Issa's daddy smoked weed. Okay, let's create Issa's parents. Um, Issa's mama has a 27-piece. <laughs> is she, she already texting scriptures huh is is the mother remarried is the father remarried because they're divorced oh they are divorced they are divorced if you if you read Issa's book she talks about how the daddy had a new bitch i was gonna say was most like, men remarry because most men were cheating that's the issue now but mm. uh that would be something to look into i, I was like my prediction would be the father would be remarried and the mother sending scripture, so I'm assuming she's not. You can only send scriptures if you're single? No. It's, you, <laughs> she just needs some encouragement or something. Like yeah, but, but you got time to look up scriptures for your for your daughter when when you don't have a man. But you know, aunties, like old ladies be having scriptures on demand. like Right. Or somebody sent it to her and she just folded it. You never know. I don't think a man gonna tell. Oh, I was gonna send you a scripture, but I got a man, honey. So me, me and your stepdaddy was hunching. I'm sorry, babe. I was gonna send you Ephesians today, but okay. So next we have <laughs> um, Molly goes to work and um, with a meeting with the partners, and the partners name her and Torian as co-leads for like the big client they say oh you guys make a great team of course Torian's Morehouse is is fuming and he's not having it 
doesn't well, like it because you know she has to do all those gymnastics to kind of exclude him. I don't think it was. I mean, if, if his Morehouse is, um, you Florida. know, ethical treatment of coworkers, then Please. you know I get it because you know Molly. You know, everybody can agree that Molly um, was a little ruthless. I'm not entirely mad at her for doing it. I wouldn't say ruthless, though. Like, oh, you cut through. Like, you're just pressed. Like, that was just a pressed thing to do. And she wanted to be at this black firm so bad, and now she don't even have no friends. <laughs> right, at least she was friends with the Asian girl who had a black man. Right. So. um, Next, we see Issa um, is interviewing with Beat Crew. Which was the non uh, non profit we met at the beginning of the season. We're so so glad no surprise we there. Again. Yeah, yeah. There's no surprise there that you know she's looking for, you know, full time work. Uh, wasn't much developments there. So next, uh, it is officially Issa's birthday, or like they're celebrating Issa's birthday. Molly pulls up to Issa's house for her surprise. Uh, at the same time, Nathan is walking up with flowers. <laughs> Molly tells Nathan it's Issa's birthday and she's happy and he needs to leave and he obliges what did you think I've been thinking about it and I'm trying to think if it was me if I was Molly because I'm the cock block friend if I was Molly I would have done the same thing I definitely mm-hmm. would have done the same thing if I was Issa I would have been pissed so I see both sides honestly <laughs> I do see like my birthday you already have to ent- entertain old niggas on your birthday to begin with. Right. The, she got The flowers would have made me smile, though. I'm like, oh, you ain't shit but flowers. Is it chocolate? Like, I don't know. I'm trying to think. You would have hunched them. Nah, because I was going to the thing. I wouldn't have, like, canceled plans. But Not like, then. Not then, but later. Maybe, like, you know what? You owe me some, some birthday dip. You just went so far left with this. We were talking about flowers. I just feel like I thought Issa was going to try to sleep with one of her old niggas for her birthday. Where did you like? From how? Why? I didn't know. I didn't think they were going to show it, but I I thought maybe like eh. it would have been it would have been some action. We ain't seen none all season for. I've always saw my period <laughs> on my birthday, so <laughs> like right. that's how my life works. Teed. Um, sucks to be me. I thought it was dope of Nathan to at least bring flowers. Yeah, you know, don't come empty-handed if you're going to apologize. Have some right. kind of clue. So, um, I yeah, I, I don't think Molly did a terrible thing. I don't think she did either. I think as a friend, yeah, her place and all of that, but you know, she said she wanted a drama free. Because think about that, that would have put a damper on her day, whether it went well or, well or not. And then right. she would have been talking about that. She wouldn't have been able to enjoy the movie. It would have been because you believe this. Like it would have been a thing all day. Yeah, no doubt. So I feel it. I, maybe I would have took the. I don't know. I don't know what would have been a better way to deal with that. But I'm not mad at her. Mm-hmm. So then they go to like this screen on the green esque event to see the last dragon, which I haven't seen. So none of the all those jokes went right over my head. Yeah, actually, I want to see it now. Clearly, it has like a cult following, so maybe I should check it out. You um, you remember Julian from a different world? 
Julian from a different world. Who, who the light skinned cat Whitley was dating? Went to Georgetown. Um, let me see. Gotta look it up. Well, he he was the star of the last dragon. That's oh, what okay. So, what is the last dragon about? Um, it's a karate movie. It's like a black yeah, kung fu movie. That much. So, Julian. A, That's all I know. A different. <laughs> Uh, well, I'm gonna move oh, forward while you look okay. that up. Sure. Yeah. Um. So they're there. Uh, Lawrence sees Issa and Molly and says hi, and uh, they share a moment. You know, over the quote of the movie, I guess it's known to be one of Issa's favorite movies. So of course, as her man of five years, I'm sure they watched it a bunch of times, and you know, they've had moments. So that was that was cute. You know, and then. Um, as Lawrence, Lawrence, like, yo, I'm meeting Chadnam here. As he walks away, you know, Issa kind of like stares back with a, I would say a big grin, but like all her grins are big. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, Lawrence meets up with Chad and his friends and find out Chad is there with his fiance and they are back together. Um, what'd you think? <laughs> I can see, you know, Chad half saved now too, but it's like, I we know Chad's. Chad's, even though as trash as they are, they always get their girl back, whether they deserve her or not. So I'm not surprised at all. I think I think he'll 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 act right for at least five oh, yeah. years. Once the kids come and you know all the other foolishness, and then <laughs> we we got to mention Kelly is in rare form as usual. Well. The, Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Wait, have we met Kelly yet? Remember, they meet her, and then it goes to Lawrence. But the overlying okay, yeah, theme yeah, yeah. of this was like yeah. ghosts in the graveyard, in the graveyard, and see, keeping seeing all the people ghosts of like Dick's past or whatever. Yeah, that was one of the things. Oh, you peeped that, huh? I ain't even. I ain't even peeped. Yeah, so I ain't even peeped. It was cute. So where we at? So. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Tiffany's friend Tiffany's is like friend. curating the event from the baby shower, and they're like, "Oh, that's Tiffany's friends." Blah blah blah. And they're like, "Oh yeah." So Issa's like, "Oh, I need to talk to her um, about stuff because you know clearly this is a huge scale event that she loved to." And it was get, black. And it was black, and she wanted to be able to like figure out how to pull this kind of stuff off because you know she had already gave up on her block party. Mm-hmm. And Molly had mentioned earlier too when they were talking about it, it's like, girl, I'm glad you're not doing that no more because I was tired of being supportive. Like, bitch, what? Like, right? What kind of shit is that to say? Like, if somebody was like, oh, I'm glad you didn't want to do comedy no more because bitch, you was not funny. Like, damn, like that's, <laughs> that's how you feel. So then Molly gets up to get some food and they're in line for the concession stand. I want to shout out my baby daddy Whitson for being extra in the scene who was standing right in front of Molly. Um, <laughs> I was like, oh my god, who the fam you? So like, rallies are everywhere. Um, she runs into one of my favorite of Molly's niggas, Jared. Like when I, tell I think you, he was the best of her niggas. He was the best of her niggas. Like she could have been happy since season one, but no, just because he sucked a little dick. No, he got a little dick sucked. Ah! You can't even be. Nah, him. he did. He got his dick sucked. Right, right, he got it sucked, and I'm like, come on, one more time. Like, especially if you had would a similar you, experience. Would you go? If if I touched a girl before. The guy said, oh, you know, I got a little sucky-sucky from a homeboy. I would be more like, we even. 
a kiss in oral sex. It might keep me up at night. But <laughs> gonna go play ball with my homies. He don't call you, so now united you worry if he or would he a man trained. or a woman. Like, you gotta look at right. everybody crazy when you go out now. But if he said he didn't like it, right. it's like all right. I was. I honestly, I don't know. We'll see. I have been in that situation. <laughs> if you look like Jared, I'd be like, "Oh, you heartbreaker." I don't. Know. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, she sees Jared, and like, "Oh my god!" Like, "How you been? Are you a judge yet?" And she was like, "Order in the court." Like, "No, I'm not a judge yet." <laughs> He's like, "Well, I'm regional manager now." And I was like, "Look at my babe moving up. He done had a good year." Right. Benefits. Michael Scott. <laughs> He probably got an assistant to the regional manager too, but yeah, right. All I the was perks. So proud of Bay, and you know they're talking and just catching up or whatever. And he still got that twinkle in his eye. I was just really happy to see him. I was like, you know, one of, one of your old boos that you know ain't no bad blood. You just happy to see him doing great. It's just like wow, that homecoming feeling. I, I said that this is gonna be like <laughs> the graveyard of, of this movie thing. It's gonna be like the day party for family homecoming. <laughs> Everybody great y'all gonna be there. So yeah, man, that was great. And then this guy walks up and um he, he tells uh Jerry, like, oh, he made it to the blanket and he's like, Oh, buy me a drink. And I was like, Oh no. He went he went full <laughs> he went full game. And then Molly's like, Oh, I'm like, oh and then she made it awkward, of course, like, I'm gonna go sit down. Okay. Or whatever she did. Some some Molly shit. So right. that was I'm, I'm observing right. Ramadan. So, uh, go ahead. You can't do this <laughs> wait, how? Uh, if you're Molly, you see he's gay. Do you think you're the one who turned him gay? You no, know, her pussy is broken. So he like, man. She's like, dang, my box so trash. I couldn't get a married nigga to leave his wife, and this nigga know, went, went gay. Like that last Kucha hat was yuck. Right. <laughs> mm. Um, <laughs> so um so after after the uh the movie ends, uh Issa goes talks to Tiffany Friend, um uh, reminds her that they met at the baby shower. Um, you know, she basically just thanks her for putting on the event. And right. I guess they um they you know they later get in contact. Um after screen on the green, Molly and Issa are Wait, having- wait, you missed the part where Lawrence um you skipped a whole bunch. You don't oh, went all wow. the way after the screen green. You missed a whole chunk. My so fault. Lawrence brings Issa some raisinets, which is her favorite can- uh, candy. He's like, happy birthday. And I'm like, well, now you get it. That's all you got to do. If you would have just brought some raisinets last year when you was fat with some sweatpants on that goddamn couch, she wouldn't got, you wouldn't have got cheated on. You know? Um, it was cute. And then Issa was telling him that, you know, her block party's on pause. And Lawrence was like disappointed that she was giving up. You know? So once they leave you. Oh what? Did you see his face? What? Because I saw it in his face. He was like, "Oh, you giving up?" He was kind of like, like as visually, he showed he was disappointed. I felt like he kind of wanted to help too, like when almost wanted to like offer, like you know, I can help or whatever. Yeah, I felt like, I felt like basically, like when she said, like you know, some pause. He was like, "Oh, that's that old Issa back." Mm, I thought you changed or whatever. Right. Dang. And then I also kind of hate that she, like, put the the block party and Nathan, like, together. Like, you can't do it without him or whatever. Like, girl, F him. Do it. So then right. as they're leaving, 
um, you know, everyone's walking off and then they run into Jared again. Cause you know, she came back to the table like, bitch, I saw Jared. And then as they're leaving, mm-hmm. uh, it turns out Jared was, that guy was Jared's brother. And they're both yeah, there on a double date and he has a new chocolate natural queen. And I was very proud. Mm-hmm. Very proud of him. But I was like, all right, gotta get ready to wreck another home, Molly, because that's your king. So you gotta do what you gotta do. <laughs> hey, it be like that sometimes. Sometimes your king <laughs> is with someone else and you gotta overthrow that power. Don't let don't let your king's uh girlfriend stop you don't, from uh, please. Getting yourself. All right, go ahead. Now we after how Okay, how but how stupid did Molly look after that? Oh, big stupid! Like if you her home girl, I know he knew what she was thinking too, especially with how she acted with him. And you think that's why he? You think that's part of the reason? Like they ran into each other? Um, like maybe he was like, "She think I'm gay. I'm gonna show her my girl." Well, I think that was a natural thing as well, and then he introduced her, whatever. But I think you kind of may have gotten some satisfaction in seeing that crunchy look on her face too. Like, you think I'm out here just getting it up, but I'm here with my queen. Oh. <laughs> um. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you so tickled? I agree. I don't know, cause I just, I just, I was just thinking like, Molly's got to feel like the biggest dumbass. But she is. Like, she is. The here's this dude. Man. I really. Right, here's this. Like dude she's the I biggest really, disappointment like, of the show. You look, got all these education and degrees and all of this, and this is what you do. I mean, but you know, that's that's people out there. They they work so hard, they strive so hard to be perfect that you know they rob themselves of love and relationships by demanding you know everything else on a person be perfect. She just, I just want somebody to slap her one good time. That's all. I think that's all she needs. Okay, so, so this the movie ends like I was saying earlier. The movie ends. Um, Issa talks to Tiffany's friend or whatever. Um, you know, just says thank you for the event. After that, uh, Molly and Issa are having a sleepover. Issa tells Molly she's going. She's um, going to give her block party another chance after, you know, going to tonight's event. Molly, once again, sound like a hating hoes. Like, you know, why you want, you know, oh, for real? Like, why? Yada, da, da, da. And, you know, and then she's like, uh, you know, Molly's like, you know, shout out to me for being a bomb friend, you know, giving you a bomb birthday surprise, you know, running nigga control. She's like, nigga control? What niggas you control? Oh, yeah. You know, and she's like, She's like, oh, Nathan was uh, was walking up here with some flowers. And, you know, I told him it was your birthday and leave. And Issa's like, girl, what? You know, why would you do that? She's like, you said you don't want no drama. Da, 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 da. You were happy. And she's like, you know, I, I get what you're doing. But, like, what did she say? She was like, you know, that's something I would have wanted to decide yeah. for myself. And then she really kind of goes at Molly and she's like, yo, what's wrong with you? You've been on some real negative shit as of late, you know, and just assuming the worst of everybody. And she's like, you know, you know, she's like, you know, like how you came at your, the nigga at your job sideways is what Issa says. She's like, well, you know, like 
look, I'm not trying to be like every other woman at my job stuck as an associate. I'm trying to get back on the partner track. And if that's this is what I got to do till I get there. She's like, but what good is being partner if nobody likes you? And you're going to be lonely. You're going to be a lonely ass partner. And that's facts because she's alienated everybody. And it was. Right. Well, she's just alienated, not even just at that office, but everyone in her, you know, with the exception of Issa, you know, she's alienated every pretty, you know, all the romantic relationships in her life. You know, Jared was scared. He gay. Um, Dro, he married. He gay. You know, Andrew. No. Oh, okay. I said, assuming he's gay. You know, Dro being married, you know, um, and, um, you know, Andrew, you know, just making a joke about something she's still sensitive about. You know, she, she's isolated herself to well, just her girls. and The Andrew and, thing wasn't even fair. You know what I'm saying? Like, Or what about the Jared thing? I mean, I'm not saying. She, what you mean? No, I'm saying she's in the wrong for just about all of those except for, like, Drew. Uh, but even with Drew, he told her what was good. Not really, though. Like, she told him what was good, and then he took that, like, you give niggas boundaries and they just want nothing at all. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so that's kind of how... <laughs> I'm sorry, that was my own <laughs> trick. <It's coming. laughs> I don't even want this pussy no more. <laughs> boundaries? <laughs> Bitch! How about nothing? Yeah, boundaries? I'm gonna go find some... No boundaries. <laughs> no, thank you. I would just... If I can't do it, if I want with it, this don't even work. The way my schedule is set up, these boundaries not not working. Nope. <laughs> um. So then, you know, Molly's once again sitting there with this, uh, you know, like, damn, like maybe, maybe I have been, uh, kind of on that. And um, she's walking into the office. The next, in the next scene, she's walking into the office, asking her assistant to see if there's any time on Torian's calendar for a lunch. And she was like, well, he just been called into a meeting with the partners and they've requested that you come in here too. No, no, no. Wait, no. That that already happened. I'm I'm messing up. Anyway, Molly goes to work the next day. She goes, she's about to walk to Torian's office to say, hey, how do you want to handle this case? And he said, you know, I informed the partners, you know, to take me off. It's all yours. You don't need me. I'm going to go help with the harassment case, which is the two girls that she was helping earlier that she abandoned to help Torin with his case. Yep. You got it, big dog, since you want to alienate everybody. And so they all three looking at her like, like that Diddy meme. <laughs> Congrats. Mm. Mm. Hey, Molly. It was like the pettiest hey. Right. Hey, girl. <laughs> hey, girl. I call you. I got it. Big mess big mess and i was just like that's what you get you did this so you wanted these black people you got them and then look what you've done Ugh. yeah but um okay so next let's see okay so Issa meets with tiffany's friend there at one of these gentrified restaurants and just talking about stuff and she's saying how it's possible She's like, oh, you know, I really look like you get a big headliner. And she's like, we can. Like, we can do it. She's really just encouraging the F out of her. And I loved it. I'm like, this is the black girl magic that we need working together. Yeah. And and then it was just like, 
Issa was like, you know, like Issa, Issa was so small in her 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 dreaming and her thinking. And, you know, the the girl was like, girl, like, we can do it. Yeah. It just takes work. Yeah. Don't you know, like, her. we got connections. You know, that's another thing. Like, we ain't seen her mama. I think, um, I also think that Issa needed a mentor, even though she's 30. Like, because Molly ain't no help. Like her friends ain't no help, and she probably needed some older guidance, not even just professionally, but just in life. Yeah, it's um one thing I've um uh, I heard a while ago is like uh, this thirty three percent rule. Mm-hmm. You should spend thirty three percent of your time with people you can pour into. You should spend thirty three percent of your time with people who are your peers at the same level, place as you, and then you should spend thirty three percent of your time with people that can pour into you. Right. You know, and, and and it's like, you know, with that mix, you're constantly being fed, you know, but you're also securing where you are. But at the same and then you're also pulling as you climb. And so I, I agree, we all need mentors, regardless of um career field or whatever. Like wis- wisdom is always going to help. And she needed that or Jesus, she she should have went to church with uh Lawrence. Right. That's another thing. I feel like they didn't do enough of that plot point of him going to church. It was just like you went to church. All right, church bitch. All right, no more church bitch. Okay, boom. Right. <laughs> like, why even have him go to church? Church bitch wanted me to get involved in the church. I don't. I'm good. Yeah. Like, what was what was the point of that? Because it's not like we really get no answers in this season. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe they'll bring it back. You should tweet them. Tell them, hey, they gonna hire me. Back. Nigga, y'all see me. Um, um oh, drinks, yummy soda. So <laughs> Yeah, so after that, whether they're they're leaving, she's like, Yeah, I'm about to go on a date. And I was like, Oh, she about to go meet Lawrence. I just knew my spirit told me because she wouldn't have said that. They wouldn't have had her say that. Right. If it wasn't like no full circle shit. That's and that was exactly what I was thinking. I was thinking she didn't seem like Daniel's type, and I was like, the only reason they're having her say that is because it's Lawrence. It was that part with the way Lawrence looked at Issa when she said she was giving up. I was like, mm, he done with Issa. But this new chick, she's going on a date later. Yep. And then, let's see. Next scene. So Molly calls, um, what's his face? Andrew, Jake Long, who's looking just like the baddest on this couch with his luxurious hair. <laughs> um, To like, his little Xbox to like reconnect and all of that. And she just like her last quote unquote relationship left her more scarred than she realized other people have suffered as a result. And I'm like, first of all, relationship is a very strong word. Okay. Right. <laughs> if he was an asshole, he would have said with the married man. <laughs> right. The one that led you on. <laughs> in a legally bound relationship before God, that one. So, right. and he kind of like, <laughs> we didn't really get an answer on how he felt. He just was like kind of unamused on the phone. Right, he was like, "Look, I got shit to do. Like, what's good?" And she said her piece, and he was like, "I'm here." And And honestly, I'm to me, it's unrealistic if he takes her back. She crazy, you know. She talking about a married man. Let her on. I don't want no dumb lawyer like that. Right, like, how you gonna protect my freedom? (laughs) If do we even know what kind of lawyer she is yet? (laughs) She's a um, she's a defense lawyer yet. Well, not not a defense lawyer, but it uh, it almost sounds like personal injury. I don't know. Um, 
Yeah. So the next scene, we see Lawrence and Condola at a on, on a date, and is that not the same restaurant from Derek's birthday dinner? Because the bar looked the same. Maybe that's like one of his favorite spots or something. Uh, I mean, maybe they only have so they many. They shoot sets. on location. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, true. Um, I think that would be. I mean, it would be know. a nice touch as far as like you know, this is where you like to go because like some niggas just like cheesecake, some niggas like raw sushi, some niggas just like that's where people like to go. <laughs> that's the they take every no, date there. Been, and I took several people <laughs> to one spot. Well, they did that. I suggested we should go to this place because I like it. I was like, John Tucker must die. You ain't hear nothing, right. niggas, bitch, man. Shut up. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> If it ain't the male Mitch again, what's going on? This is a new nigga. He no, okay, so this one dark skin. Okay, that's different see, for shut you. Shut up. You give me the regular though. <laughs> Coming up. Okay. Right. We find yeah, out you know that Condola order. is the divorcee he was telling his dad about. So that was she was like, Oh, I mm-hmm. thought you would be afraid because I'm a divorcee or whatever. And I was like, hmm, that's cute. Do you think she's cute? She gives auntie, but she's not ugly. Yeah, that it, that uh, that how hard her hair was pulled back. I was like, mm. <laughs> and for the real meat and potatoes, <laughs> um, Issa and Nathan finally meet. This is like the only payoff we've had of the. That's the only finale. Like, again, the, finale. the last finale was so eventful. It was forty-five minutes. It had different point of views. We had a, two season finales in one because we got the finale of Dude North. So much happened. And it ended on a cliffhanger. And just for us to get a 30-minute commercial break of a finale for this season, I'm just like, all right, y'all. So Nathan said he was dealing with a lot of shit and went back to Houston. Like, nigga, you went all the way back to Houston? All the way back. You were so effed up about things finally. Right, that ain't no cheap flight. Coming together that you went all the way to the h time. Like okay, yeah. so then he okay. He had he had dropped the last of his lean and needed some more. But he was saying, you know, he gets real low, he gets down and negative, and can't talk to people, and he didn't want to put Issa through that or whatever. Um, so I guess that was kind of you know glossing, not glossing over, but just like covering depression in black men and how they you know these things that like, oh, I just be getting down. Like no nigga, you're depressed, get some help. Um. I feel like he might have been depressed or bipolar. Oh, that too. That might be a thing as well. Right. He may have had an episode. And then. And if he's from Houston, maybe that's where his doctor is. He went to the doctor. You think he went to get lean from his favorite lean dealer or still tip on Fofos and listen to Chopped and Screwed music? Uh, I definitely think he had to get some lean and get his some barbecue. (laughs) Right. Um, then Issa was like, you know, you came after me and then you left like it was nothing that hit home. Um, definitely got teary out of that part. And then, you know, he had that and I tweeted this and I was just like, do all light skinned niggas talk the same? Because every heart to heart relationship talk I've had with a light skinned nigga is the same like light skinned tone they use. Like, I just, nigga, shut up. Okay. Do y'all go to conferences to get the same light skinned? <laughs> apologetic tone i hate you niggas for real i really do i hate every single one of you light-skinned niggas fellas remember the tone that is key to faking the apology not just for real like i never really like you know what it sound like if y'all seen brotherly love like how quincy talks the entire movie 
That's the light skin tone. It is universal. I don't know if it's something in the like their skin or whatever. And then Issa was like, you know, I need time to figure out what That's I want. Um, and then he was like, I hope, you know, we can talk later because I'm back for good. And I was like, nigga, fuck you. That's what they all say. That's when the right. first thing smoked. He probably wrote the mega bus. That's why he was really down and out. Imagine, <laughs> imagine a nigga riding a mega bus. <laughs> he was really... <laughs> He was really only in Houston for a day. He, his the Megabucks bus trip back and forth took him. That's why he was gone a month. <laughs> the Megabus take two and a half days, and then ain't no stations for the Megabus, so you'll be at a reg, uh, a random sit go as your stop with all your luggage <laughs> and shit. Listen, back when I didn't have a car, I used to be that Megabus heavy, and they would just all right. The stop is in front of the um Circle K in the middle of the hood. <laughs> what? This way I gonna drop me off. <sighs> Good time, but yeah, that nigga definitely rode the mega bus. Period. Um, he sat on the on the top. Right. <laughs> so, so get into what I was. Then, um, Issa turns around, goes back in her apartment because she said she got a nose complaint, noise complaint from her neighbor right. on her, which was hilarious. It probably was Trina crazy so. And then she goes back in her apartment and finally unpacks. In the episode, okay. Ends. Um, so what I want to say about Nathan. And toxic masculinity is that um at least in, you know like how i view things is like as a man is is sometimes uh difficult to let your woman see you um at a weak point so when you're going through trials and tribulations that you know may just be you know stuff you brought on or part of you know what you're going through um sometimes it's easier to tell to just kind of dip out on a woman than to be vulnerable and let her see you at that low point and you know to a degree like maybe i feel like that's part of what nathan is going through you know he he his masculinity is not letting him uh, allowing him to let you know Issa see him in this weakened state so he just ghosts her And I saw, I, I saw a lot of women on the timeline saying, "Every nigga that ever goes to me always said I was going through some shit." It's like I don't understand why. Again, that that goes back to the pride thing. Like no one's perfect, so let me know. I would be mo- a lot more understanding if you just tell me what's going on instead of disappearing off the face of the earth. I feel that, but depending on who you're dating. Um, women, uh, as much as they can, you know, like be loving and understanding and things like that, you know, like some women will use it against you in terms of like, you know, giving them reason to, you know, maybe not respect you later on or like, you know, just kind of look at you as weak. It's, you know, I'm not saying all women are like this, but there are there. I think there's, you know, part of it part of that rationale for men is not um completely fictional it, it truly comes from a place of um you know we us being, one us being told we have to be strong and then two you know there being some consequence there being some consequences of being weak with a woman and maybe you know that that changes the dynamics of the relationship not saying that ghosting is the answer but I'm just, you know, just kind of giving some more perspective to this. It's not just a, 
I was depressed and I was feeling down. It was, a, you know, there's some things behind here why I chose that it would be best for you not to see me like this opposed to being vulnerable with you. Mm, I think that, I think that vulnerability can go for anyone, not just romantically. And that can go for women as well. Like we can share our daddy issues or whatever with y'all. As soon as we get in arguments, like, well, cause you ain't had no goddamn daddy. That's why we can't progress as a couple. Like, you know, it's that can go for anything, anyone. So trying not to open up because of your fear of it getting thrown back in your face because of you know opening I, I just don't think that's like a thing it's not I'm a thing not, in terms of I mean, it's I'm not, not a valid that, thing or it's not a real fear I'm not saying it's invalid but I don't think that's a good way to think because that's not just you're not the only one being vulnerable is 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 I, that's a good response to it <sighs> okay okay I can see that I can see that um what else was I gonna um, say about? Well, let's just talk about the the ending of this season. So she ended this getting her life together, okay. and unpacking, finally taking the plastic off her furniture, her new furniture, which I don't know where she got that from, unless she went to Renaissance Center or Goodwill. Um, that's what I'm saying. Like, where she get all this money? Like, she really been lifting like that? It's been three weeks um, since well, last episode. So wrapped up. So, but um, I do think it's grow. You know, season one, she ended it crying on that couch, on the couch, on the corner in front of her house. Sad. Last year, last season, she ended it at Daniel's front door. Calling the couch. Calling Daniel's couch. And it was just like, hmm. It was cliffhangers. What's next? And now it's like, I don't get that. Of course, I'm like I said earlier, like, of course, I'm excited, but it's not like a. Where are we? Where do we do next? What is you know? Right, you're waiting for some storylines to develop. Like you don't. Anywhere they didn't even begin. give you. Yeah, yes, I think that again that for the ounce. writers that gave them a lot more room, wiggle room. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I, I feel like I, they're going to skip ahead. A year. Some like. In time. I want a year. It took them three seasons to do a year a of year. time, so let's just skip. Let's have some lives together. Because it's like, yeah, they 30, but they 30. Like, y'all need to get it together. So. Right. Yeah. I think that was about it. Okay. Do you, any any predictions for, for like, I just want what's going to happen at the opening of the fourth of season? I'm sick of her, her attitude, how she treats people. I'm sick. Because it's, it's you, Molly. It's you. And then, like, you haven't grown this season. There was no... <laughs> You're still a decent men away. You know, ran back into Jared and messed that up because you, you know, assumed he was gay and it was written all over your face. You probably could have slid back through if you weren't being weird. Joe is about to be a daddy, so yikes. It's just, yeah, like, <laughs> it sucks, but figure it out. I would like oh, to see Kelly as a good snacks. godmother. She's gonna have like the fun season. auntie who lets you do what your mom don't let you. Because you know Tiffany and Derek gonna raise this child like a military child. He probably only gets thirty seven minutes of TV per week. No, no MSG and they food. Right, right, like right. They it's gonna be a time lot. Time. Did they say if it's gonna be a boy or girl? Was it a boy? Yeah. I think it's a boy. 
Uh, someone said girl. It's a boy. So yeah, that was uh, Insecure season three. Um, thank you guys for rocking with us. Um, we'll see you all for season four, and we'll have we'll still have podcast yeah. episodes coming out. I'll take care um, from season, here on out. Thanks for hanging with it, Botch Bomb. So thank you for your support for another round. I guess. <laughs> all right, bye, niggas.